Hey guys, it's Kenz. You're listening to the Move of God series. If you didn't know, we actually have a workbook that goes along with this entire series. Go to forthegirl.com and purchase yours. It is full of scripture, discussion questions, prayer outlines, so many things to dive into this even deeper. It's a great personal devotional, or you can grab a couple of friends and do it together. We are so excited to get the most out of this series and grow together. Welcome to the For The Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hey, you guys, we are back for our final week of Move of God, and we are sad but excited to talk about this subject, which is boldness. And really, this is just the cherry on top because we can't do any of the things that we talked about without doing it courageously and boldly, getting out of our comfort zone, pushing past our fears, and just going after the dang thing to see God move. So we're really pumped about it. Before we talk about that, though, of course, we've got to talk about boys, and we are <laughs> going through our Mac and Ken's on the move, helping you make a move. Wow, wow. You know, we were going to have a segment called Mac and Ken's on the move, and then we switched it to Mac and Ken's help you make a move, yes. which probably confused you. Sorry, I know. That's okay. That's okay. okay. <laughs> so we have our final story advice story this week and I'm really excited I hope we have some good advice I think we will um I'm and, feeling confident and so haven't read it before guess what it's from anonymous so <laughs> let's hear what we have going on this week all right last one it better be good okay, okay. here we go so there's this guy that I'm low-key friends with already. We haven't really hung out much, but I see him at church and stuff. I started to really like him, but he has the same last name as me, so it freaked me out. Ha ha. <laughs> Why did that freak you out? I like that. I think that's like a good yeah. thing. Okay, anyways, we are complete opposites. I am goofy, and he is more serious and weird. I like him, <laughs> but he has no idea. He owns no his, idea. Okay. He owns his own coffee truck That's slash shop. Cool. What a cool job. And I go there to get coffee every week. Oh, I like this guy. He is only open on Saturdays. So it's like my Saturday thing to do <laughs> because of him or the coffee. Yeah. And him. Okay. I've been going through all through quarantine. So we have seen each other a lot. It's 25 minutes away and he knows there are other coffee shops closer to me. Oh my so gosh. So that is something that I'm doing to make a move. Okay. You <laughs> I are. love it in her head. She's like, I'm making a move. <laughs> he, I doubt he sat there and thought, okay, 25 minutes. Does he know 12 where you other live? coffee shops. She must be making a move. I think that's a little far fetched, but I love that. That's your bold <laughs> move. Okay. I saw him hanging out with someone else recently. So I stopped talking to him and stopped going to the coffee shop because I was sad. But, oh, oh no. <laughs> but a few weeks ago, I went to the truck and we started talking again. I feel like he is flirty with me and is into it, but I just don't know what to do. He's a great guy, loves Jesus, owns his business. He is super cool. Ugh, Mac and Ken's, help me make a move. Wow. Oh my God. This is, I really like this story. Yeah. This I, feel, is I feel excited crash. about this. One. I love a good crash. Yeah. Like, I love that this is just a good old solid, like, 
classic crush that oh, yeah. it's gonna take a move you know what i it's mean like there's no way around it she has to make a move yeah and i gotta say that you just like you going to the coffee shop is not it's not enough of a move we need a bigger he, move. i don't think he's connecting i don't think well. so either <laughs> <laughs> all right so i um feel like you should ask to get behind the counter of the coffee shop i love it yeah. you're the queen of things like this okay explain more cool so like I don't know if you know how to make coffee, but I think we all know how to do like a drip or something or a cup of tea. Okay. And so that would be really fun for him. And I'm sure he needs an assistant. So, so like you want her to get a little a flirt on. Yeah. By being like, she is like a challenge. And like she I can make like a better pour this. over than you or something. I mean, no, we don't need a challenge. So what's she going to say? Can I be I your mean, assistant? That's so cute. They're going to be like in the truck together, like making cups of coffee for everybody. So wait. Is she going to be like, can I be your assistant? That Like, how Just is like, she going to get in the truck? Could I help you make some coffee? I've always been curious of like how you guys oh, make coffee. Oh, curiosity. That's yeah. a great word. Okay, <laughs> okay ex- that's good. Expound upon that. Yeah. So it's not going to be like being like, I want to challenge you to a cup of coffee is a little intense, but you could be like, it's a little abrasive. I've been so curious of like how to make a latte. Like I genuinely oh, am curious. Oh, okay. Curious. Like, hey, can you teach yeah. me? Yeah, and then they like get behind the counter, and he'll have and then, to be like, like customers yeah, like, come, and then like she's like, oh, I got this one, and it's just like, ooh, I'll do a pot of coffee, I can do this, ooh, pastry, here's your cookie, like that's so fun. How long should she stay back there for? Um, feel it out. This might you guys might hit, kick it off, so just feel it out, kick, hit it off, <laughs> hit it off, yeah, kick it off. Um, <laughs> okay, so that's great, but I then, think that's the move. That's. Do you think he's gonna? Because she asked to help make the latte, suddenly he's going to know he, she That's likes him. That's a pretty big moment. So I mean, that it's will a happen. moment. It's not quite the, a move. So they'll probably exchange numbers in the midst of that, potentially. Potentially? I mean, I don't know. That's far-fetched. That's far-fetched. Okay. So that she, happens without I, the number. I think if, if it's a magical moment, I think then you just got to be like... Want to go out to lunch? What is what is she doing that night? She should just be like, "Hey, a group of us are going to, I don't know what they do in her town. Um, a group yeah. of us are going to this. Like, what Tell are you doing in my tonight? house? Do you have friends? I think the classic inviting to a friend group hang is just like the so way good. to go, okay. especially after you guys good had a good plan. moment. Yeah, don't you think? But I just am starting with the coffee moment because I feel like something natural will spark out of that, and like who knows, he might they might fall in love and they might just like spend the rest of the night together. I have to say, you're really good at that, those little things. Oh wow! You Thank can get you. It, you like get away Spent with asking while. the most bizarre questions, but it always works in your favor. People are always like, "Yeah, of course, come, come back, come, come back, back here." Coffee thing. Yeah. That'd be really fun. Okay. Okay. And if he says no to coming back the counter just for like technical reasons because of like, I don't know, the codes or whatever. Well, then be like, oh, okay. Well, that's okay. Maybe we could like do this at your house sometime. <laughs> <laughs> that's the backup okay, plan. Well, move, but I think you got it, girl. Maybe not at his house, but or you like, know. Let's do it another time. Because you're going to be like, I've always wanted to know how to make a latte. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he could show hey, maybe her when at the it house. closes. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, when it closes. I'll come go back. late. Maybe go, go late. Oh, before closing. I feel good about this. Go yeah. late. You girl, you know the hours of this coffee go shop. Go late. Go late. Right before it closes. That is really good. And then you can I just be like twinkle lights in a late at night, sunset, do you think it's making night? coffee. It's a truck. I mean, sundown, you know. Uh, we don't know. We Anyways. Don't know. Okay. That's great advice. So here's Make your advice. A move. We want you to get behind the counter some way, somehow. 
Um, go when it closes and then you're going to invite him to hang with your friends that night. Love it. I feel good about that. All right. Well, girl, let us know how that goes. You got this. And I'm sad that we don't get to help more people make a move. Me too. This is really fun If we for should me. keep it going, you guys, let us know because we're really into it. I don't know that you guys are into it or liking the advice, but we are. So. Okay. That's great. All right. We are so excited for our last talk with Clay. Okay, we are back for our final conversation with Clay. No. We're so sad about it. Clay, <laughs> I mean, we might just need to make you a permanent part of the For the Girl podcast. We might need to rebrand, though. Yeah. If, That's right. If you join so us. Girly, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to change everything so that you can be with us every week. Yeah. Oh, it's been awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, it's been so fun. And we are back for our final conversation. This week, we have been focusing on the topic of... Of boldness and uh, Clay you're going to just share with us a moment from scripture where boldness was a part of a move of God and I'm really excited to it's hear what you have for us this week so Clay where are we in the word this week we are going to be in Judges 4 and okay. we're going to talk about the biblical character of Deborah and my wife's name is Deborah so this is yes. perfect for me right I'm talking about um, my wife's namesake, yes. and there she spells it the biblical way. Wow. But, uh, is Deborah awesome. the favorite Bible character in y'all's house? Yes, everyone's. My kids think it's amazing that their mom is mentioned in the Bible. They just yeah. go uh, back. <laughs> <so> <laughs> <cute>. <laughs> I love they, that. They're trying to figure that out, right? Time wise, they don't understand, but they're just like, "Wow, oh, yeah. so cool!" So cool. And um, mom was the so only thing, cool. Only thing, yeah, only thing I can tell them for me is like, "Well, Jesus spit in the in the clay and, and or made mud, and, and so that's kind of a reference to clay. That's the only thing I got there about my name." So. Mom definitely has the cooler Bible connection than dad mm-hmm, does, mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. But uh, just be- before I even jump into this, I did want to say it has been awesome to do this. Thank you so much. I've I've actually spoken at two women's conferences in my life, and so um, maybe I've got some kind of strange <laughs> little micro calling to uh, speak to to women about the Bible. But I love that. Um, <laughs> this has been this has been so cool. And uh, just so proud of what y'all are doing, and I think it's amazing. Uh, so um, just wanted to publicly honor uh, y'all and what you're doing and mm-hmm. knowing who y'all are now and, and going deep and right into who you are and your personalities and your past and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm more impressed with you now than, than I was <laughs> even at the beginning. And so uh, wow. really, really cool stuff that God's doing through y'all. Oh, um, thank you. Thank you, Kai. So there's yeah, that. Incredible. Yes. Of course, of course. Um, all right, so jumping into Judges, right? We're talking about Deborah, and yes. it's a really fun story, right? So in Judges, there there were 14 judges over the period of 355 years that God gave the Israelites, and a lot of backstory there. But she was a military leader, which, again, it's just the fact that she was a military leader was fascinating, right? Because she's yeah. the only female that, that had that office. And when she was acting as a judge, she set up her office underneath this tree, and then people would come to her and she'd give them advice. Mm-hmm. And so she is where we are in the story is that God spoke to Deborah and said that he would grant her army victory right by this river. Mm-hmm. It, was this, it was a big flat area. That's really important to the story. Yeah. Got all these little details. So they're all, you're always like, why? Yeah. Why are these little tiny details? Right. But it's super important. Large okay. flat area right by this river. 
And the enemy army was much bigger, but God had promised, hey, this is going to work out. And Barak was her general army leader, and he was very concerned about this battle because the enemy's army had chariots, and so they and they were designed for a flat terrain. And so he's like, hey, why why would God put us in a position to where the, our enemy has a distinct advantage? Mm-hmm. And so he said, I'm not going to go. He said, I'm not going to do it. Right? And mm-hmm. he's the leader. He's he's the leader. He's yeah. the one that every soldier is looking to to be led. So he's now without boldness. He's without courage. Yeah. And and they're stuck. And so what what does Deborah do? She steps up to the plate and and calls him out, which in two ways is bold. One is bold to call out a general of an army like that. Yeah. And two is bold because she's claiming something of in her boldness that is she can't see with her own eyes. Yeah. Meaning is she's having to have faith here to believe that God actually is going to fulfill his word. So it's boldness with man and it's boldness with God is what you're getting to see with Deborah. So she goes to Barak and she says this, she says, has not the Lord, the God of Israel commanded you go gather your men taking 10,000 from the people and um, all these weird names. And I'm going to try to impress <laughs> you with my, my Hebrew, different people. And I will draw out, Sisera, which is the enemy, the general of Jabin's army, to meet you by the river with his chariots and his troops, and I will give him into your hand. So she says, hey, look, this is what God has said. Yeah. Are you going to go with it? Because she's calling him out on his lack of boldness, but she's having to be bold to do that. Yeah. And he finally agrees after after two times. And she says, all right, I'll actually just walk with you. Like, I'll be there with you. Like, he needed that much help. So she's a judge. Right. But she's actually walking into the army and with the army to the battle, which is another act of boldness. Everything that we see in the story is an act of boldness for her. And then, Mm. boom, we see a move of God. The first move of God we see is that she helped Brock become emboldened enough to lead his army because boldness is contagious. Often it only just takes one to make a stand that will break through the fear that is kind of functioning like a smoke screen around everyone else. It takes one person to say, look, it's okay on the other side. Mm -hmm. Here's the other side. And so the first move of God is that she takes a general who has lost it and emboldens him to lead the way that he's supposed to lead. And then again, move of God in us, produces move of God and other people and for their people. The next move of God is that when the armies assemble, it's through God's grace becomes muddy in the flat terrain. So the chariots Mm -hmm. that are supposed to smoothly ride over that flat terrain get stuck. They're just sitting there like they're just, they can't move. They're just targets, easy targets, not, not moving targets. They're easily defeated. And they win mm. the smaller army, the victory that, that they said could not happen takes place. That move of God, that supernatural move of God takes place. Why? Because of one woman, Deborah's boldness to yeah. stand up to the people who need to be leading and then to stand on the word that she had received from God and to have faith that he was going to be 
exactly who he said he was going to be. Yeah. Pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. I love too that we had to bring like a battle story into the girl power. We were, right? Yeah. Right. Girl power. We are not messing around. We got the military <laughs> involved. We are like, <laughs> we got chariots involved, <laughs> flat terrains. I don't know. I was thinking more about the mountains or something intense, but <laughs> um, that is so good. And I, the whole time you were talking, I was thinking about moments that like where I wanted to quit, like when yeah. like some God had called me to something and then I got to it and it just seemed like way too hard and I wanted to quit. Like I've had so many moments of my life like that. And it's just a choice, right? To just like simply yeah. just be like, all right, even still, I'm going to like act in boldness. Like I can't, I don't know what it's going to look like. Like, isn't that what faith is? It's like making a decision to be bold before you see the outcome. And you just got to do that over and over again. And I love what you said of how it's contagious because it's other people see that and they want to be more like that. And then also once you do it once too, and I feel like that's something I want people to hear from this is like, if you can just like, do it once, like make that hard decision once, be brave once. You're going to see mm-hmm. like the provision of God through that decision. And also you grow just like so much more used to living in outside of your comfort zone. Like you just do sure. once you start doing it a little bit more. And so I love that. I love Deborah. This is incredible. <laughs> so good. So good. So, so good. And I think that's so true. Like I think about Ken's is probably more naturally bold than me just in general but it's so funny because I feel like being friends with her over the last you know nine years it really has like I feel like brought up so much boldness in Mm. me and where it's so it is so true it so is contagious and when you're being bold in the name of Jesus like um there is something about it that it is the coolest feeling. I don't know if you can relate to this, but when it's like kind of scary and kind of terrifying, but you know, like you know that God has you in that, like he's carrying you through, he's holding you through that process. Mm -hmm. Um, And that no matter what, like he's going to get the glory from it. And even if you fail, it might seem like failure to you. Like, you know, that um, God is still working and moving and it drew you into deeper intimacy with him. And that's what I think is so cool about boldness is boldness really does have an outward um, evidence, obviously, but then usually it also has this like inward intimacy that it grows to. And so that's right. I think that's yeah. so cool. And it was just an incredible like six weeks talking through all of these topics with you and learning <laughs> yes. from you. I mean, guys, isn't Clay a Bible expert? <laughs> truly, <laughs> truly. Yes. And, and the way that you re- awesome. the way you retell the stories too was just so good and like so clear and helpful. I can tell that you do this with your kids. That's true, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm so curious, Clay, as we've gone through the six weeks. What, in your opinion, well, maybe a two sided question. What is what is one of the six things that you want personally? Are like, okay, I really need to work on this one more in my life. And then two, what is one that you've seen as the most powerful? Um, when it comes to movement of God? Yeah, great one. Um, I'd say for sure I want to, I'd say my focus right now would be hope. And just because there's Mm -hmm. so many, you just hear, you just hear so much in the news that can just rob you of hope, right? And then you see the, you you just see the forecast of what this fall and it's going to be like and and, and the election and everything like that. It's just like, man, um, 
I would love for Hope to win uh, in this season where yeah. it just seems like it's not going to. So yeah. personally and just for our nation, I'd say Hope is the one that I would want to see spring up um, even more than it is. Yeah. And the one uh, I'd say for me that's been the most powerful, I'd have to say prayer and fasting has just yeah. been yeah. the way that I was spiritually raised and yeah. um, from from the get go. And, um, I just can, to, I could, we, if we had a lot more time, I'd tell you a lot more stories yeah, of just that. how, um, that's always been something that I've seen God respond to. And it's not that I control God as much as it is. I just get on, in alignment with where God wants yeah. to go and to get out of his way and, mm-hmm. Miraculous things take place. Wow. So good. So good. So good. Well, Clay, we are so thankful for you. We're so glad that the For the Girl fam knows who you are now. And <laughs> it's been so fun. Yes. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Seriously. And we are just could not be more grateful that we got to share someone who's been such an, yes. an influence and impact in our life with our entire community. It's such a gift for us. And so, Clay, we're so thankful. We're definitely going to have to have you back someday. So this Let's won't be your it. last time on the podcast. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. I'll hold you to it. <laughs> okay. It is our final conversation, our final week of Move of God. And we are talking all about boldness. And it only makes sense that we would end this entire series by, like Ken said earlier, doing the thing. Like we're just going to step into the the thing that God has been speaking into us, the little things, the big things, the small things. And I think this is so powerful and important because like we have said all series on, God is moving all around us already. And boldness is kind of our ticket in to the story. It's our ticket into the thing that God is doing. It's going to take some crazy faith. It's going to take some moments where you're terrified and you're like, I can't do this. I'm not equipped. I don't know how this is so scary, but there's something about the feeling that you get on the other side of boldness. That is so crazy. Cool. You feel so close to Jesus and you just feel like a deep joy and satisfaction. And so Mm -hmm. I'm really pumped to kind of dive more into why this matters and also how we can begin to step into it. Because the truth is most of us are really good at staying in our comfort zones. Yes, that is so true. I feel like if we look around us or maybe even you're looking at yourself right now and you're like, oh my gosh, I've been just like comfortable for like way too long. Like I'm yeah. just in my routine, um, just stuck in the comfort zone. And I don't know, when I think about boldness, I think about those moments that like just give you butterflies, you know, the ones where you're like about to have to go into speech class or do that, speech class. <laughs> do that thing that's like super challenging for you or I don't know if you run maybe the night before the marathon or leading up to a really hard conversation with a friend having to talk to a boy I don't know what it is for you Um, but those moments where you're like oh my gosh I can't believe I have to do this Ah, I'm like nervous I'm scared a whole mix of emotions well I like when I think about boldness, I'm like, what if we started off every single one of 
every single week with like a moment of boldness, you know, like if we like sat with Jesus and we let him highlight um, something within our weeks or something within our everyday that we could start living more boldly in. Mm -hmm. And I think that he actually will give you something every single time because um, he wants us to live um, boldly and fearlessly and wants us to like live with courage day in and day out. And um, I really believe that it's going to take us getting outside of our comfort zone mm. um, to see God move in really big ways. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's just so true that, you know, moves of God, they're not going to happen in probably the safe places. They're probably not going to happen, you know, in the comfort of your cozy bedroom or in the midst of you binging Netflix for three weeks in a row or your Uh cozy click friend group or, you know, your stale routine. Um, I've just seen throughout my own life, like moves of God happen when I step outside of the boat, when I get out of my comfort zone and I'm bold. And honestly, I'm kind of in a season of that right now. I, I told you guys at the beginning of this series that I'm moving to a new city and there's been so many moments where I'm like why am I doing this this is so scary like I could have a friend group already I could have my church already established I could have all of these things but you know what I have found such an intimacy with Jesus in this season that honestly has kind of been lacking and missing in my life for a long time and I've realized Mm. it's because I'm out of my comfort zone it's because I'm doing something that's out of my norm Mm. and it's forcing me to rely on Jesus even more Mm. and it's also reminding me that doing scary things isn't so scary when you do them with Jesus. Mm. Like there's something to it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is actually so cool and fun and so fruitful. And it's kind of like propelling me to want to do even more bold things to keep doing crazy things to keep, you know, trying things that I think, well, I'm going to fail at or keep, um, you know, chasing after people that I think, you know, I could learn so much from them if I just got to have a conversation with them or, you know, I could tell that person about Jesus It's making me want to take those risks. And it's been a really fun season, even though it's been scary and terrifying. It's been fun. And I feel like God just has so much more for me. I love it. I love that. That's so exciting. And Okay, guys, so each and every week you have heard from our Bible expert, Clay Kirkland, but we want to tell you a little bit more about what Clay does. So Clay has a company called Wisdom and Creativity Consulting, and he is actually a coach for so many different leaders in ministry and business from across the country, including Ken's and I. Ken's and I have gotten to walk through a season with Clay, and he's just provided so much insight and so much direction on things like stuff stepping into leadership, our partnership as a team, and just personally helping us to know our strengths and to walk in boldness and confidence in them. And we want to tell you a little bit about what Clay can maybe offer you guys. Yes, one of our favorite things he offers is the Millennial Mentor Path that will guide and lead to the fulfilling of your purpose and achieving your dreams. So if you're a senior in college or a young adult trying to make a career decision, maybe you're in transition, maybe you have a God dream on your heart and just don't know the first step. Well, he is your guy. He will do virtual sessions over FaceTime or over the phone. Whatever you need, head to wisdomandcreativity.com to learn more. You guys, we low-key force him to let us do this ad because we believe in him this much. Go to wisdomandcreativity.com. 
Yeah, I think there's two parts of this. You hinted at one. It's like boldness creates intimacy with God because I think you're living without the comforts. Like, because when we're living with the things we need and things we got, things that make us comfortable, like we're using those things um, to block like an intimacy or like a desperation Mm, for God in our life. And so I think when we start to live in boldness, we grow in intimacy with the Lord. And then second to that, I think we just grow in character. Like what you're saying, like you're moving, you're making like a change in your life that is going to grow your character and mature you. Like I think if you look at the world around you and you think of somebody really bold in your life, you probably also can see that they are fairly mature um, Mm. and probably like just beyond their years because they've tested themselves. They've done this scary thing and they grew through it. Like you grow through failure. You grow through like those hard decisions, those hard conversations, those big pivotal moments in your life. So And then third and on top of it all is we get to see God move when we step out in boldness, which is like the, and I think it's like, you know, when we think, talk about boldness, it's not just like these big, crazy things. Like we're not telling everybody to like start like a a brand, (laughs) a new ministry, a new ministry or do something like that. It's really honestly, and more importantly, the everyday decisions to be bold. And like we said at the beginning, just sitting with God and be like, what can I do this week Mm. today to be more bold and live more courageously for your kingdom? So good. Don't you feel like in this season, God is stirring up boldness right now Mm. because you think about it, 2020 has been a year of discomfort for so many people. Yeah. Um, financially, there's huge changes for people. Relationally, there's been huge changes for people. Um, we're having to wake up to things maybe we didn't realize before or know before. There's a lot of unknowns, but it's so funny because in the midst of a lot of unknowns, I have seen so many people make huge changes in their life or do mm. crazy things I love in that. the name of Jesus. And it's been so fun to watch that. I really believe like God is stirring up the people of God to be bold, to mm. look different, to do the wild, crazy things that mm. don't make sense in the light of the world. Mm. And uh, it's so fun to see because as I'm seeing these people be really bold, you are seeing God do so many things like in the wake of of their boldness yeah. in a lot of ways. You know yeah, what I mean? Like I've real. seen it in a lot of people. Yeah, you can witness the fruit of their boldness. Yeah, yeah, which is mm. really cool. And I think that um, it gets me excited because I think sometimes we think boldness yeah. is reserved for pastors or um, leaders or people, you know, like Kenzie and I are like, we have a podcast. We can be bold on a podcast. But honestly, I think the biggest change God does the most crazy cool things when like everyday ordinary people those of us that don't see ourselves as leaders yeah. or pastors or thought leaders or influencers or whatever you start taking little small steps of boldness yes. and um, in the big things and in the small things I think that's where revival starts I think that's where breakthrough and change happens it's when all of us collectively yes. as the body say I'm going to be bold in my Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday in this season of life in this year in this decade um and i think that's when we begin to see like breakthrough chains breaking and revival sparking all around us and i feel like we're almost on the precipice of it like it's happening around us and if more of us would get brave and be like yes i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do the crazy things that have been like god's been stirring in my heart um in the small and in the big, we're going to just see 
even bigger moves of God around us. Yes, I believe that. All right, so this is like our tangible takeaway. And that is to do the thing, like spend time with Jesus and do something bold, do something out of your, outside of your comfort zone and start just like making this an everyday thing, especially in this season, you guys. So what we're really saying here is that we need your yes. We need your yes. We need your yes. And maybe even we need you to say it right now, you know? Like, we'll just give you a moment. Be like, I'm in. Maybe just say, like, I'm in to take. I am in. What, I'm in. What, is that it? Just yes. Like, just say, I say I'm yes. I'm in. I say yes. Say <laughs> I picture girls, like, yes. walking to class, listening to this. Oh, yeah. And they're like, yes. I say yes. Because <laughs> what Max said about, seriously, like, revival begins when every single person on the planet <laughs> decides to live outside of their comfort zone mm. and live more boldly. That's when revival yeah. happens. Yeah. Like, you don't have an out just because you're more shy. Or you don't have an out because you're young. You don't have an out because... Um, I don't know. Your life is too busy. Like we all can say yes to living more courageously for the kingdom of God, getting Mm -hmm. outside of our routine, getting outside of our comfort zone and doing the dang thing. So good. And I would encourage you guys go back through your move of God books because you just spent the last six weeks letting God speak to you and speak to you about very specific things. And I can guarantee you that God spoke some bold action steps over you. Some things where he was like, hey, do this, step into this, go talk to that person. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you wrote them down in your book somewhere. And I just want you to go back through and circle those things. And let's not just leave those in the pages of this book and put it on a shelf and be done with it. Like, let's step into those things. Let's boldly say yes to those things, those promises, those whispers that God spoke into our life. Like keep this book on your bedside table for the next several weeks or months or years until you have said yes to those things that God spoke to you in this time. Like I just believe, and we've seen it throughout the last six or seven weeks that God is moving all around us. But when the people of God say yes to hope, when we say yes to wholeheartedness, when we say yes to unity, when we say yes to intercession, when we say yes to the Holy Spirit, when we say yes to boldness, God can do even more. And I think that's what we're seeing around us is that like sometimes it feels like God isn't moving and he's not doing stuff around us, but you just have to like stop focus in look to the cloud we talked about that week one look Mm. to the god see look to cloud see what god's already doing and then lean into these disciplines and these practices and suddenly your eyes are just awakened and alive to all that god is doing around you and wants to use you to do like he wants to use us yes he really does you guys so i'm so excited for you to now have the tools to be a part of what god's doing and he's already doing it so just Jump in, be a part of it, you guys. Together, we are going to see heaven come down to earth. And I want to see it. I know you want to see it. We all want to see it. So, yes. you guys, we love you, fam. We are um, so sad that this is over. But you know, we be back on the PCAST. We're going to be back so soon with some yes. new things cooking in the kitchen, guys. It's going to be awesome. in the kitchen. Wow. I mean, how are we going to follow up Move of God? I mean, Move of God 2.0. I don't know. I don't know guys it's gonna be amazing with god you never know you just never know (laughs) okay guys we love you love you (laughs) we love you so much bye